Time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 108. Stop what you're doing right now. Stop listening to the podcast immediately. Go to cinemageekly.com slash premium and sign up for just 12 bucks, 365 days of premium podcasting. Uh, by the way, at last count, I think we are one away from 20 subscribers, I think, now. Get the oh. fuck out of here. Yeah, watch the shit out, Netflix. That's what I'm saying. We're coming yeah, we after gotta be getting subscriber close. numbers. Yeah, that's right. Well, at least I, maybe close to the WB network numbers. No, we passed network. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu's got like fifty. So I mean, we're close to Hulu. I think. I can't wait till we start uh, closing in on Crackle. Well, we we do shit. I'm gonna get all up in. Oh, we've definitely surpassed Crackle subscriber numbers. Nobody's fucking. No, yeah, nobody's paying for fucking Crackle. That's free shit. Yes, yeah. it's so uh, dirt. Yeah. Oh Christ. <laughs> Can we please just skip whatever we had on tap to talk about today and go right to destroying Paul Blart 2? <laughs> Did you watch it? No, just the okay. trailer, man. The trailer was incredible. <laughs> um, the, uh, oh man, the uh, the premium podcast, uh, go listen to That will cleanse your palate from all this fucking Paul Blart talk, uh, oh. for sure. Uh, we got a few new things up. Uh, That's 0%, no that damn. Is it? Is Paul Blart at 0%? Yes. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, Glenn and I got a new Gotham podcast up. He was super excited to talk about the return of that program. <laughs> and uh, there is a, a new... Why flash- don't I believe you? <laughs> there's, a new, uh, there's a new Flashing Arrow, which I'm relatively certain I posted. It isn't showing up here in the feed, but I am positive I posted it. Uh, there's a new Flashing Arrow up and a brand new Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. 2 uh, as well. Wow, you know what? That latest flashing arrow is not showing up. I'm going to have to go make sure that gets posted. Yeah, see, I know I did it. So. Oh yeah, we definitely recorded. <laughs> I will uh I will I will post it uh for sure. I thought I had I had not. That is uh that is my bad. And uh I just recorded earlier today a new uh level your gear. And by the time you're hearing this podcast, you'll be able to listen to both of those flashing arrow and uh, level your gear podcasts as well. So, fear not. By the time you hear this, they will be up. Uh, that is so weird. I thought for fucking sure. But it, it's just been a hectic week. It's been that hectic, ladies and gentlemen. So much shit has gone on, uh, both in the good and the bad and the middle. 
uh, a, a bazillion trailers, uh, some really cool pieces of news. Uh, should we talk? Let's talk about the trailer that we f- that we got first, which is the Star Wars Episode Seven trailer oh. uh, that uh, was released in conjunction with the Star Wars Celebration, which is still ongoing today. There is some more news from that, which we will talk about momentarily. Uh, but Aaron, I want to start with you, man. This trailer, this trailer really Sweet fucking Sweet Mary Jane. It really did top the first trailer that they that they put out. It really oh, yeah. makes the first trailer look like a pile of puke. It kind of uh, makes the uh, the Batman trailer just seem pointless. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm right there with you. Some people have attacked me for these thoughts on the Batman Superman trailer, but we'll get. Well, I mean, we'll touch on them when we get there. But uh, tell tell me what you thought of uh, of this trailer, which comprised, I think of almost completely brand new shots. I don't think there was any reused footage as far as I could tell. Not that I recall seeing. Uh, what stands out to you? What stands out? Uh, <laughs> the, more, <laughs> the more I see of it, John, Bo- John Boyega has to be, uh, he's going to be become Luke's Padawan, right? Like he has to be a Jedi in the making. Yeah, I mean, it's either going to be him or it's going to be Daisy Ridley. I, w- I think that's too easy even not to be, you know, to maybe make her like, you know, like a, a Skywalker offshoot. Yeah. I think they're going to shake it up a bit, which okay. is fine. I mean, you know, anybody who who has yeah. not yet seen Attack the Block, go do so immediately and, you know, enjoy. Do they hand him Mace Windu's purple lightsaber? Oh, dude, I hope so. As the only black Jedi. <laughs> All right, that might be a bit fucked up, I guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, and the stuff for the trailer was cool because you see Luke, like, you know, uh, still cast away, much like Obi-Wan was, just kind of cloaked out, sitting by a campfire, petting R2. Uh <laughs> Han and Chewie presumably returning uh, to the Millennium Falcon, you know, and they're looking around saying we're home. And it's just, ah, oh, like that that final shot of Han and Chewie just made it feel real. Yeah, you know fucking what I mean? laser like, crossbow. Oh. Yeah. Like we're sitting there. It's like, holy shit. This is a new Star Wars movie. Like that's really when I set up like, fuck, this is a, actually this is actually happening. It's just the the more I see for it, like, you know, I, I'm trying to, to temper my excitement. But man, J.J., he uh He's really hitting on all the right notes for the trailer so far, and we know that he's doing a lot of things with practical effects. I mean, it's yeah. Oh, he could give us the the Star Wars movie we need to to wipe out one and two and most of three. The uh, the B eighty eight or whatever whatever that new droid is, that is a practical droid. They, yeah, they, the little the little ball robot, right? They roll that shit out on the uh, the Star Wars celebration stage. It is a That's awesome. It is a real robot somehow. I think using like magnets and like ball bearings or something. Metachlorians, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it is a really cool. Uh, like at first I was like, ah, fuck this, because I thought it was just a crappy CG robot until they rolled it out for reals. And I'm like, you know what? I'm giving them credit because, you know, they could have easily just fucking made that little. Ball Kudos ball. science for making some cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That's real. That's great. Uh, the fact that it's real uh, redeemed it. I'm like, this is going to be the fucking Jar Jar. I said the movie. same thing about Kate Upton. I was like, man, good for Verlander. That's right. I didn't believe that was real. No. Uh, but lo and behold. Um, Glenn, what did you think of the trailer? Oh, uh, I don't know if John Boyega is just doing Matthew Fox impersonations. Because yes. a lot of every, huffing. every time we see him, he is huffing and puffing. But no, I mean, I hope he's important. It seems, I mean, I feel just as lost as he is at times. But no, I mean, it's it was it's Star Wars. You know, even down to the shots that they show of you in the of them inside of the their pits as they're flying around like it was just you know practical effects sitting there nothing fancy around them it's just one single camera on this guy who's just moving a joystick around and it was just um they're 
benefiting tremendously off of nostalgia as they oh, yeah. as they should. Um, but yeah, just it, like Aaron said, it just it feels like Star Wars is back, and even as even if Harrison Ford is old as shit now, it's just it felt right, and that was yeah. and that's probably the best thing about this trailer. Just it feels right. He looked. Uh, he's seventy two, and he looked pretty damn good for seventy two. Yeah, he barely looked a day over seventy three. Yeah, I was expecting. No way, man! I was expecting him to look way fucking droopier, like one of those really? dogs in the cartoons. Yeah, with his skin just hanging down to his elbows. I just, I don't know, man. Like he, he looks like an old guy wearing like you know a really weathered uh, Indiana Jones mask. The um, I I really think it's he's gonna still be... handsome as all hell, but you know he's. I I think if they had waited another year and a half, he, he might have tipped to where he started looking like an old lady. Like old men hit that age where they start looking like old women. <laughs> He's close. <laughs> I, th- I think it's going to be the trio is obviously, I think, going to be Boyega, Ridley and Oscar Isaac. Right. They're going to be the Absolutely. Luke, Han and Leia of the of the new movies. Here's hoping they actually snuck in Cumberbatch and all this. Some perhaps maybe. <laughs> uh, well, we know Andy Serkis is going to be playing something. Yeah, um, we know. Chewy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chewy. <laughs> it's a fully CG Chewy. Uh, I'm hoping it's a Rancor, but he makes it smart like uh, Caesar. Oh shit, that'd be awesome. That'd be some shit, right? You could see you could see fucking Circus's eyes and the eyes of the Rancor would be fucking awesome. <laughs> uh I mean there was that uh we had Luke Skywalker, you know, narrating. There was a shot of a fucking melted Darth Vader helmet. Uh that uh and to me the Darth Vader helmet melted kind of looked like Jason's face from part eight after he had his mask knocked off in the uh, Manhattan sewers. Uh, looked like a pumpkin. Somebody had posited to me that the shot with Luke uh, it would be interesting if he was on like Mustafar, which is where his father became Darth Vader or something, because right. it did look like a very fiery place. But he could just been near like a, a campfire. A campfire. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, uh, it's Hayden Christensen's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Hayden! Glenn, who, who, whose other birthday is it today? Uh, James Franco. Oh, motherfucker! Shit! But 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 we also get Tim Curry's birthday today and he was first and most important so yeah well it all went downhill after curry yeah that's for damn sure cuz then it goes to franco and then it goes to hayden christians the stars have a- i don't i don't know okay that might be had to be a discussion we have to have here fellas I mean, like who's worse between Franco and Christensen? I don't know if Aaron. Believes, I don't know if Aaron believes in astrology, but the fact that those two men were born on the same day. Well, at least Hayden Christensen's been in a Nick Cage movie. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I loved. Yeah, I loved the trailer too. Um, it just brought. It brought a sense of, you know, it, it did what I think Star Wars is supposed to do. It gave you this sense of fun and adventure, even though you still really don't have much of an idea of what's going on. Oh, I should mention that the uh, the Chrome Trooper was briefly shown in this as well. And oh, yeah, he looked badass as shit, dude, like Cobra Commander. If if by he, Aaron, you mean oh, she. Oh, yep. Because exactly. the Chrome Trooper is fucking Brienne of Tarth from Game oh. of Thrones, which is holy shit, amazing. I'm yeah. super excited. Uh, yeah, is their voice gonna be all modulated, or are they gonna like? What do you think they're gonna do for that? I don't know. I mean, tis the season for voice modulation, Aaron. <laughs> uh, maybe. What are you talking about? Maybe they'll do something like that. Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, do you want to link these two Star Wars stories together? I mean, they yeah, are. Star I think Wars that makes stories. sense. So it's why not? The best said way we could do. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Death Stars. Out of the show. Oh, yeah, Spinky's <laughs> Death Star. Were you referring to Franco or Hayden Christensen when talking about Death Stars? Uh, no, we're talking about the the fucking actual. I think Death Star. they were they they were born under a Death Star, technically. Perhaps the Star of Doom. 
yeah. So a second day of Star Wars celebration brings us more fun. Um, outside, actually, you know, what? I'll touch on this really quick, Aaron, because you posted it. What did you think of the uh, the Battlefront trailer? Oh, I I, I pre-ordered it already off of the cuts. <laughs> That's all it took. I saw it was like, yep, okay, I'm buying that. Just some tasty fucking. You're the only one who isn't mad about that game, apparently. Really? Well, yeah. People think about so. it, Glenn. Yeah. Well, because there's no space battles. Really? Yet it's... they got to save something to show you, man. It's all forest moons and uh, shit like that. There's more trailers coming, fellas. I- I'm sure we'll get it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, somebody, uh, we were talking about it today on Level Your Gear, and uh, my brother dug up some sort of conversation where they're saying that uh, that Jakku will be a playable level in the game, which is the junkyard Tatooine-esque planet that we saw at the beginning of the trailer for this movie. Right. So um, they could be incorporating some other things as well. Uh, yeah, so the second day of Star Wars Celebration uh, brought us some news about the Gareth Edwards spinoff Rogue One, which... They're apparently officially calling this whole series Star Wars Anthologies. Oh, I love it. I love so it already. It's Star Wars. It's called Star Wars Anthologies, and the first edition of it is Rogue One. And uh, here's the dish. On love the, it. Uh, during the panel, Edwards stated the film will take place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, uh, although the word is it'll be closer to A New Hope and further away from Revenge of the Sith, which is good news for all of us, <laughs> and uh, will be about a group of rebels banding together to steal the plans for the Death Star. Um, so obviously, uh, everybody who watched episode four, there's that scene or whatever they talk about uh, all the mother, all the poor motherfuckers who died trying to get the plans to them so they could uh, go into that fucking shaft, and then Obi Wan Kenobi tell Luke how to manage the shaft and blow it. I, I believe you're referring to Bothans, if, me- if memory serves. That a lot of fucking Bothans died. Uh, Many Felicity, Bothans died. Felicity Jones, uh, whose casting has already been announced, will play a rebel soldier involved in the mission. Edwards underscored that the film is aiming for realism and that it is a no-holds-barred war picture. It's a re- it's the reality of war. Good guys are bad. Bad guys are good. It's complicated, layered, a very rich scenario in which to set a movie. So uh, it's uh, saving Private Ryan, but it, on the Death Star? They mentioned no Jedis. There won't be any magic shit. It will be a very grounded uh, war plus heist stealth type movie. With, Dar- with Darth Vader. With Darth Vader. In space. In space. Oh, okay. In a giant fucking planet size. It's got a lot of Arkham Origins sounds around it. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. We don't have Darth Vader anymore. Uh, prequel. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Glenn? Is that the is that the right place to go with the spinoffs? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just pointing that out. Now. Yeah. Wait, what? What's two... going on? <laughs> no, just like, okay, like the Arkham Origins thing. It's like, oh, we killed off the Joker. What's the next video game we got to make? A prequel. Oh, one that has Joker in it, so a prequel. And it's like, that's what I mean, is the Star Wars movie. It's, we oh, we can't, Vader. We, yeah. yeah, we need Vader. Uh, prequel. Yeah. But but not Hayden Christensen. Thank you. Uh, I have two cast ideas for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have to be strictly these actors together because of their chemistry. Uh, one should be headed by Tom Cruise, ten- Kenneth Branagh, Bill Nye, uh, Tom Wilkinson, Terrence Stamp, Eddie Azard, and... Uh, Thomas Crenchman. Is this uh, the team that goes in to steal the plans? No, I'm saying this oh. is what it should be. Oh, okay. Because that be you're throwing Matt, you're throwing Matt Mickelson in that group, sir, as an Imperial officer, and you got a deal. <laughs> well, I I'm just using the cast of Valkyrie. Are you just, um, so you're just... 
<laughs> like Valkyrie in space. That's what I now, want. Now, if they're going for a lighter tone, a little bit funnier, you know, people can play off each other. Sure. I suggest them beheaded, uh, behead uh, <laughs> by uh, George uh, George Clooney, uh, Brad Pitt. We can't bring back Bernie Mac, unfortunately. Uh, Elliot Gold is still alive. Uh, Casey Affleck, Scott Kahn. Uh, recast Carl Reiner, Matt recast Damon, Jones with Melissa McCarthy. I have a question. Yeah, I thought you said funny. <laughs> yeah, I like well, the first Ocean's Eleven movies. All right. No, no, it's not. I like how Glenn is going to all of these steps instead of just saying, "If we want to go funny, Ocean's Eleven in space." <laughs> Which would have just been oh, so much. Dear. Just cut to the chase a little bit. My butthole just like flinched in terror from Ocean's <laughs> Eleven in space. <laughs> I mean, they're they're putting fucking Machete in space. They can put him. Uh, yeah, because that's where he fucking should be. That makes sense. It does. Where else would you look at that guy? And you, the first thing you think of is space. Space. Yeah. Center of space. Um, uh, Aaron, what are for, for Leprechaun and Jason? Is uh, Aaron, is this a way better idea than, say, like, uh, let's do a Han Solo origin story or, uh, or a Yoda origin story? Do, do you like this direction better? Uh, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like it's better it's than be Eagle's no, Sight, Tiba. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, it, it depends on who they would cast as Han Solo if we get the prequel where, like, we're, where he and Chewie, like, you know, he finds Chewie and they get into some shit together. Like, something like that would be cool, but it has to be cast perfectly. And maybe that's what they're holding off on because, you know, they know if they do it wrong, I mean, you know, they're going to fucking reap hell from everyone who's ever seen a Star Wars movie and enjoyed it. You think the Trekkies get mad about, you know, that ripoff that is Into Darkness, man? They're oh going to be. Oh, God, Glenn. <laughs> these, Isn't it Star Trekkers Wars? now? Don't they go by Trekkers? Uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, Trekkles. Uh, yeah, something like that. That sounds uh, like a venereal disease. I got a bad case of the treckles. We gotta yeah. we gotta use two condoms tonight. Uh, trouble with treckles. So trouble enough of the uh, enough of the. So is it like a cheese kind of base yes. substance? I imagine the French would eat treckles. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, like on the side. Sorry, Alex, but you know, like a, with like a nice baguette. Yeah, treckles. I wonder if that's an actual word. We should look into that. It could be. If not, uh, copyright Cinema Geekly 2015. For Trekkles. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the definition is wide open. Yeah. But, you know, just know we coined that shit. We'll leave it up to everybody on Urban Dictionary to come up with a definition. Oh, fuck, dude. It already exists. On that's, Urban that's, Dictionary. Son of a bitch. Uh, when after spitting mud out of your ass, <laughs> the remnants left on your ass cheeks from the upsplash. Freckles. That's a treckle. Man, we were really close there, fellas. Like, yeah, we should have thought of that because it's like freckles, but yeah. But shit, yeah, treckles. Yeah. Huh. I like it. Okay. Should have been. Sh- shouldn't it have been shekels then? I don't know. Oh, see, there you go. That, fuck, that's fuck you, Urban Dictionary. Shekels. Uh, well, does that mean money though? Shekels? Like get a few shekels? I think it could be something like, like that. Yeah. I don't want to ask somebody for like a fiver and then he just shits in my palm. We better <laughs> we better sort this out. Uh, now let's uh, let's move on to uh, the main event of the weekend. We had uh, a tease. A really awful tease for the Dawn, for the Dawn of Justice trailer. I would have was... preferred if they just left the tease up and saved the. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The empty suits. They showed yeah. us some empty suits, and uh, it took Aaron about ten minutes for him to be like, "Up, oh, found it! Somebody leaked this shit already." <laughs> like in Portuguese or something. It had like Portuguese subtitles or something like that. I'm, I'm an excellent researcher, man. And uh, you know, right after that, the internet just won again. Like they held out for maybe a few hours. Because originally, DC was going to post this shit on the 20th. 
Yeah, and uh, they just gave up. And they're like, "Fuck it, here you go, internet." And uh, they gave us the official uh, Batvot versus uh, what the fuck is this? Batbot, uh, False God, Snyder Ring, twenty fifteen, Dawn of Super Ape. I don't know what the fuck is this movie called. I like Dawn of Super Ape. I think if we ever do a film project, that has to be the the subtitle. Like Cinematic uh, Dawn of Super Ape. God, that's a really cool fucking title, actually. Right? I didn't think about that. I just it just spewed out of my mouth. Great ideas coming out of me twenty four seven. Sometimes into the toilet, sometimes into the airwaves, like a treckle, uh, <laughs> like a treckle. See, that's how like, we how do go you guys, How do you guys do it, come up with podcast ideas? We just throw a bunch of treckles against the wall, and whichever that's one right. smells the worst, we go with. Absolutely. Uh, so what did you think of this trailer, Mr. Glenn Beauvais? What did you think of <laughs> Batman, Superman, Darkness, No Parents, Justice Arises? False God. Uh, well, um, I, I know I'm pretty sure I put it in that Man of Steel review, and I know I've said it. Uh <laughs> But I did say if they go the route of it playing off as Superman being a bad guy for, I don't know, destroying a whole city um, and a few advocates being against it, then I would have to reevaluate that movie. And it yeah. would, to me, I would find it that's pretty clever of how to go about things joining together. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know why we have to have teasers for the teasers. Uh, it's never worked for them because once, as soon as they announce it, the internet just searches for it and just finds it really quickly you know yeah. like a you know like any search party should but doesn't yeah. like like what idiot in south korea screened this three days ago and somebody has a, a like a webcam video of it already and just put it up on their twitter feed yeah yeah right. it just uh, how about you just release it you know it just happens mm-hmm. that's what you should do um but no i mean it was it was it didn't i mean it was a teaser i, I didn't have much hope for it anyways but I enjoyed the bat scramble for the movie voice. or for the teaser. Uh, both. I don't. I have like, I, I get I, I get psyched up just because of you know seeing the title and I'm like, oh man, yeah, they're finally gonna do it. But then it's like, no, 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 it's Zack Snyder. Hold on, let's not let's not blow this out of proportion. Uh, but no, I mean it was. I thought it was all right. It didn't like blow my mind. I I, I thought I really thought the way that they ended it was good. But I understand certain people have a problem with the voice. And I just feel like at this point, it doesn't matter how you handle the voice, someone is going to complain about it. Mm-hmm. It makes the most sense. What, what they're doing with, with the voice in this film makes the most sense. Like, he's a billionaire. Why the fuck wouldn't he scramble his yeah, voice instead I don't of think just... Any, bird, bird. You know what I mean? None of us have complained about Arrow's voice, and I feel like this is just the Skrillex version of it. Correct. Um, I think. Well, I, think I mean, if point. you're going to complain about something on Arrow, the voice is, is the least. Of... Uh, no, it's called Season 3. I won't even. Line. I won't even. The last uh, episode was good. Shit started to get real. I won't even. Uh, oh, you mean how? Uh, <laughs> you mean how Thea was killed, and then they teased ten seconds later that she'll this be. She's coming back. Oh, dude, I was so pissed. Come on, man. Uh, any, <laughs> anyway, uh, at least Colton Haynes is off the show now, so I, uh, there's one less infuriating thing about it. For now, I'm sure. I'm sure Parkour Kid will show up again until uh, he joins the spinoff where it's oh he and Brandon God, Routh leading the way. That's where he was headed. Uh, is he really headed there? Uh, probably. I don't know. Oh, fuck, <laughs> they're, du- they're dumping all. They're dumping all the sea level cast onto that show. Uh, anyway, yeah. I look. I and I won't argue with you about the the Batbot voice making sense. It makes perfect sense. I just don't like it. Oh, okay, Iris. <laughs> I think it blows. Um, All right, Iris. Let's just ignore well, logic. Maybe, and, maybe uh, that I'm was a, just hey, like 
I'm not I'm not ignoring logic. I just <laughs> said it makes perfect fucking sense for him to do it. I just don't like it. Uh, you know, as as I've mentioned to me, uh, the boy, you know, like the voice of Batman, at least for me, is Kevin Conroy. So if they went for a Conroy esque performance, I would have been happy with that. I I settled for Christian. Wouldn't that Gale. have been great if his voice scrambler was just Kevin Conroy talking? Oh my God, yes! It's just his, <laughs> they just they just redid clips from the animated series and they but just you know what they got to do is in the first Batman spinoff movie have Bane in it, have Kevin Conroy voice voice Bane, so it's Batman <laughs> on Batman. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. So and be Phantom Stranger. I, I mean, like, I tolerated Christian Bale's voice in Batman Begins. I thought it was not nearly as overloaded as it became in the in the next two films. Um, like, I could have lived with it if that was the Batman voice, but uh, it was not a preference of mine. And it wasn't so much his voice, too. I mean, you know, look at Michael Keaton's Batman voice. You know why it was good? Because he, he barely fucking spoke as Batman. That's why. If he has much fucking dialogue as Christian Bale, you know what I mean? It might be like, Jesus, that was terrible. But, you know, it... So, I mean, for, for me, that voice was just you know, jarring for it to be the voice of Batman. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to be like, hey, I'd come up there and fly too, but guess what? There are no strings on me. Uh, I was just like, you know, we've had enough of fucking robots. Marvel's got their robot voice. Let them have the robot voice. Just let Batman have a Batman voice. It makes sense, like you said. It makes perfect sense for him to do it, to scramble it. And maybe it is only for, like, the super heavy suit. The bat pod, yeah. Um, yeah, the bat pod. Like, it makes sense if, if it's... 3,000. Like it, make, it makes sense if it's for that suit, and it's not like that when he's. I hear he he calls it Mark One because it looks so much like Tony Stark's. <laughs> Iron Man, Mark One um, now here's another point of contention that people had because obviously I think they said they were going to use the Dark Knight Returns as inspiration, but a lot of people are like, no, they're just flat out. If by inspiration you mean we're just going to take stuff right from it and stick it in the movie. Yeah, we knew that because uh, people were pointing out there is a shot of Batfleck. Atop a building, and then a lot of people were like, "Holy shit! Wait a minute! He's not holding on to like a an antenna. It looks like he has a sniper rifle, which apparently he has in the book as well. It's like a Gatling gun sniper mm-hmm. rifle." And just the silhouette looks just like from the comic. So I will say uh, that, yeah, you know what? You know what? It's fucking awesome. I don't know what people it complain is. about. It's like they want they wanted like more like the comics, and this is more like comics. Like, nah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. The big complaint about Watchmen is that it, it it plays just like the comic book, except for right. the stupid ending with the squid monster, the, the which squid was better. Space. Yeah, which yeah. I which I will admit is a far better ending. What squid monster? Or no, no, no. The, the movie ending. The movie ending made more sense. Oh, yeah, yes, it Absolutely. does. More sense. Um, I can't wait for some kind of creepy, like aggressive sex scene uh, between Cavill and whoever he's nailing in the clouds, much like in Watchmen. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta have a we have to have a blast. Well, I mean, in the comics, him and Wonder Woman, they sure do like to do stuff in the air. In the invisible jet? No, not doing it in the air. They're clearly in her invisible jet. Uh, no, no, no. They're they are both just flying together because <laughs> she can fly. So, do you think she has a toilet on the invisible jet? Probably. Absolutely. Like, if she shits, does her poop become invisible too because it's in the invisible pipes, or is there just a log floating like fifteen <laughs> feet behind her? God, that'd be incredible, don't you think? Yeah. What's that brown thing? I don't know. Oh, you can just keep giving robot chicken ideas if you want to. <laughs> or just that can... money robot chicken. You know what? If, if they're listening, they can take whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> the um here's the thing for me. The uh there was one shot. The the shot of, of Batman, whatever it was, he's climbing out of that fiery wreckage. That was a great looking shot. Did you see like all the like the Riddler tees like in the uh, in the graffiti? Yes, like, in the yes. Cave? And when he's in the uh, when he's in the hopefully not Batcave, like hopefully wherever the fuck he stashed his Batmobile because it's all graffitied out. But there definitely was a very Riddler esque question mark in there. 
Yep. Uh, for sure, which looked awesome. The um, I mean, get David Tennant, get David Tennant right now, you motherfuckers. <laughs> there's definitely parts of this that looked good, um, but for a movie like we've mentioned that they finished filming 32 years ago, uh, <laughs> we talked about this before. I was not nearly as hyped after watching this than I was like Star. Like Star Wars is like this is going to be a fucking fun adventure, and I think Batman versus Superman I knew was going to be the fucking song from the Lego Movie about darkness and no parents. Like, we knew that was going to be the case. And when that's all they delivered to us, plus the Comic-Con footage, plus one line of dialogue, I, I just left, I was left underwhelmed. I was not... They did psychic. give us Neil deGrasse Tyson, so, yeah. like... Okay, I changed my mind. Instead of Kevin Conroy's voice as, you know, in, in the Batsuit, I want Will Arnett to voice <laughs> Batman. He does a great Batman! I mean, in the, like, most snarky way, but it is so yeah. funny. Uh, I need black and gray. <laughs> um, let's uh, we we got another trailer to talk about here too. What which one? What trailer is that? Uh, we watched it just a few minutes ago. Marvel's <laughs> Fantastic Four. I just put it up on the Facebook page. I wrote, "You don't deserve an article." New Fantastic Four trailer. Oh, well done. I was good. I'm I'm glad you beat me to it. I was going to do screenshots and everything, but fuck uh, that. Uh, I said, but if it's your cup of meat, here you go. Uh, so the new trailer for the Fantastic Four is bumped out onto the interwebs. Uh, we got we got our copy of it thanks to Glenn's favorite German rave club. Uh, what's it called? Der, Der Razor? Captain De, Rock Hard something. Der De Razor? De, Deflator Mouse. De Razor. Uh, so, Aaron, you're the chief antagonist of this Fantastic Four <laughs> film. And that's that's actually saying a lot because I don't think any of us are particularly looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because it looks like it's going to be just as bad as the one that came out in the '90s. You think it's going to be worse than the uh, the 2000s ones? You think yes, it's be... absolutely. Because and, and, and I'm over here. I don't know if you you can tell by the way I'm speaking, but I'm smiling just ear to ear right now. I mean, because they like this could be Green Lantern bad. I mean, this could go up like, on my shit shelf right next to Big Hit. Like it could be that bad of a movie where I just love it insanely. <laughs> I'm just imagining like Aaron's den right now where he's got like (laughs) the great movie shelf and there's like 20, 30 titles and there's like the shit shelf and it's just like hundreds of titles. Yeah, it's uh, the big hit, uh, the Green Lantern. I'm just looking at a couple right now. The Puppet (laughs) Master is up there. Oh, man. Troll 2. This whole man, this could earn a spot next to Troll 2. Yeah. And uh, even though I love it, Commando, because that movie was fucking terrible, but man, it's beautiful. So what sticks out to you is not great. Oh, did you watch the trailer? Should we? St- let's let's reverse it. What <laughs> sticks out to you is good. Uh, the more I look at the thing, I think someone has finally nailed like how the fuck to recreate him on film. There's that one little snippet uh, in the trailer of him like bringing back to punch Doom. I'm going to assume. Uh, and it looks like what you would expect to see, like, you know, not really off the page, but it's the closest translation they can get to where it doesn't look hokey or stupid. I mean, it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that bothers me is that in every shot of him, uh, and they even make a, make it a point to reference it in the end of the trailer, he's not wearing any clothes. No. Like there is just orange ass crack, like all over the place. Rock dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, so, Klingon, it's a Klingon drink, by the way. They should have got Billy Crudup. To play the thing his treckle, his treckles are like pebbles, <laughs> just like little rocks. Did you, just... fart, you think he farts sand? Glenn, are you? <laughs> uh, diamonds come out because of the pressure and shit. No, that's what happens when he ejaculates. Ah, that's right, that's right. Pressure, all the pressure. Yeah. Here come uh, diamonds, baby. That's science, right there, man. I like that Glenn has. Uh, I like that Glenn has boxed 
Billy Crudup into playing naked superheroes. He's like, Billy Crudup could have played him. Yeah. yeah. He plays naked. showing dick. He plays naked superheroes. <laughs> and he's. <laughs> they should, I wonder uh, if there's space. some deleted scenes out there where Will Arnett is doing the voice of uh, of Homeboy's dick from Watchmen. Oh, perhaps. He's just whispering to everybody. Mm. Uh, Glenn, did you did you actually watch those Fantastic Four trailer? Yeah, I watched it. Um, it's nice to see Freddie getting a job that doesn't involve uh, you know gardening the White House. Why or, isn't he voicing the thing in this movie? He is perfect for that. But. <laughs> The thing, and I said it as we're watching it, was the fact that Jamie Bell says, I'm the muscle around here. And he is the skinniest, the shortest, and the least intimidating out of all of them. Yeah, I'm far more terrified of like Mara. He's smaller than Miles Teller, but in no way is he less intimidating than Miles Teller. (laughs) Miles Teller looks about as threatening as a wet popcorn fart, man. Um, I mean, it's it's really down to Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan, right? Is the uh, the only intimidating and talented. Yeah, and depending yeah. upon your cultural biases, you know, you can say which one is first. Yeah. Um, now, the best part, of course, is at the end of the trailer where Freddie throws Kate Mara in front of a train, and that's the end of the film. Uh, that's just the Fantastic Three afterwards. Uh, I know we couldn't get Kevin Spacey in there, but you know, fucking his ribs guy is close enough. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, I don't know what to say about this movie. Um, I, and the Doctor Doom, Doom face looks. is just weird. Holy shit. I did recently, uh, was looking at a site that had, uh, it may have been Box Office Mojo, I can't remember. It was, some site was, was doing a poll of its readers about which summer movie do you think is going to be the biggest flop, and this was the one that was edging out all of the others. I'd buy that, absolutely. What was the second one? Um, I, oh, I'm trying to remember what the second one was. Um, the Terminator Cop Genesis. Mall Cop 2? Terminator Genesis was the, uh, the other one. No, I mean, Aaron, it, people are dumb and are going to see that movie. I no mean, they, way is that, mo- is that movie making any money, dude? It can't. I refuse to believe. It's going to make at least $80 million a year. Oh. $80 million when it, you know, when it ends its run. Just look at Grown Ups. That's a, that is what it's going to make. Grown Up money. Um... Fuck man. Yeah. Uh that that was that was edging out. I mean, they had other movies on there. Uh like ninety four people trollingly voted Avengers Age of Ultron. That's <laughs> uh, a DC fan. Yeah. The uh I mean they had other movies on there that are probably gonna make less money, but I don't think that they would be considered flops. Uh, I, I really think it's if it look to me, if it's down between Terminator Genesis and Fantastic Four, I think Fantastic Four is going to flop harder than Terminator Genesis. Again. Terminator Genesis, I, I don't know which one's going to be worse, but I just think Terminator Genesis might be one of the worst movies ever made. I mean, it could be, but I think it's going to have. I mean, you're going to have the hardcore Terminator fan base is going to show up. Plus, you're going to get the people who turn up to watch Matt Smith and anything. Plus, yep. the people who tune in to watch Game of Thrones people and anything. Well, hopefully, it's anything. R. And then you can't get all of the Matt Smith fans in there. And then Jason Clark's family and friends will show up and watch it as well. So the whole country of Australia. Yes. Okay. Is it just me or does Jason Clark look a lot like the guy, uh, the one chest hair brother from that fucking shitty underground New Orleans cockfighting movie or whatever we watch? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Weasel Face? <laughs> yeah, he shit. does. I like Except how you're. He's better. That. The shitty underground in Louisiana cockpit. Yeah, Jason Clark's been. Yeah, I thought he was really good in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, he was okay in that movie for sure. 
He reminds me more. I of didn't like care. A... If, I mean, I actually had somewhat of an inkling of all the people died on where you know James Franco representing mankind was not exactly a favor. I like Aaron's chuckle at my faint praise for his performance. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> He was okay. Uh, he reminds me. That's a like ringing a, endorsement. Like he's okay. Kind of reminds me of like a young Cole Meany for some reason. I don't know why. Chief O'Brien. Yeah, I guess like he does. They do look alike. Um, we got a couple other pieces of news that didn't make it onto the website. We can talk Bullshit. about that. Yeah, this is uh, this is some fucking fascinating news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Independence Day two casting news. Oh. We already Please know. tell me it's Randy Quaid uh, and his wife wearing that mask. Oh yeah, put this on, Ellie. <laughs> put it on, Ellie. He's gonna do. He's gonna say that to one of the aliens. And he's I'm gonna, gonna call the fuck alien. you, Mr. Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> they'll, they'll recreate the whole thing, but in the movie and with one of the aliens instead of. I need to like, send Randy Quaid an email. I think if we're ever gonna get a celebrity to uh, agree to be interviewed by, like it, yes. he is a great starting point, and I bet he's gettable. Oh, I think he is. I really do. Okay, let's we'll tell let's... him, like, dude, we hate Rupert Murdoch. You know, it, you know, we worship you from uh, the vacation films. You know, let, let's just talk a bit. Uh, we've uh... <laughs> watch out, alien assholes. Uh, yeah. So Roland Emmerich, we've already know that Jeff Goldblum is returning, of course, uh, and we have learned before that Thor Junior will be in this movie, and a and an actor named Jesse Usher who will be playing. The the grown up son of Will Smith. Um, those are the casting announcements that were made before. Who is uh, Usher? It's not Usher, is it? I don't think it got it. Oh, is it really Usher? I hope not, dude. That's awesome if it's Usher. Um, no, no, it's not Usher. It's not. Um, has he been? Has Jesse Usher been in anything? Yeah, he was in that movie, The Mix. Okay. Oh no, Jesse Usher. I really meant Usher. Uh, yeah, he's done a couple. He's, he's done some TV spots over the years. Uh, a lot of just, TV you know, little, series. Yeah, a lot of TV spots. things. Yeah, a lot of TV spots. Um, these are not the announcements. Uh, the announcements are this. Two new names have been announced. One is Judd Hirsch that I did not even know this motherfucker was still alive. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah, Judd Hirsch is back to play uh, fucking dad. Jeff Goldblum's dad. And, uh, of course, this would not be an Independence Day movie without a great motherfucking speech from Bill motherfucking Pullman, who is also back in this movie. Hopefully doing some sort of speech about America and Independence Day whilst on the back of a truck with a walkie-talkie. I think uh, as long as he has Randy Quaid in front of him wearing the the Rupert Murdoch mask that he made Ellie wear, (laughs) then... That's a really wait. Emerging. So we're gonna have to get some sort of like. I mean, because didn't Randy Quaid like fly his plane into the fucking spaceship and explode? Timey wimey, bro. <laughs> that's that's the only fucking excuse you need to give for any goddamn plot hole in- involving you know anything is timey wimey. It's like, all right, I buy that. Like like maybe like maybe he didn't die and the aliens captured him and turned him into like some sort of half alien. I thought half- Brett Spiner right. died in the first movie. Uh, Brett did. Spiner did die in the first movie. Yeah, he was strangled to death by one but of the. Why aliens. are they show him as being in this one? I have no. I mean, maybe, I have no problem with it because I love his character in it. Timey uh, wimey, bro. Timey wimey. That's all you need. Are they showing? Are they showing him as listed in this? Yeah, that's fucking bonk. I mean, I'll be happy if he returns because you're right. I I thought his I loved his character. Well, maybe uh, he's just playing himself, and he'll be in the data makeup at like a con, and then the aliens will come. <laughs> also approved uh, highly of this. Um, so uh, we've got a. Uh, We've had Aaron. We've had Agents of Shield. We've had Agent mm-hmm. Carter. Mm-hmm. We've got Daredevil. The whole Netflix shebang. And we yep. talked last week about how there is a side project 
uh, a new spinoff for yes, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I don't have any news on the spinoff. That is still occurring. But what I do know is that there's going to be yet another ABC Marvel show, this time being developed by John Ridley. Uh, if people what? don't know who John Ridley is, he is the Oscar-winning producer behind 12 Years a Slave and uh, the mid-season drama American Crime. He is set to develop a new Marvel show, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, here is what his... Uh, Please tell me it's... Oh, for ABC, though? Uh, it is for sure? ABC. It's not for Netflix? It's for ABC. Oh. Yeah, here is Boy, what... Boy, he would be great for fucking Punisher, man, but not on ABC. Uh, here is what has been said. Uh oh. The new project is described as a reinvention of an existing Marvel superhero character or property. Uh, so oh, that narrows it down. So it is not, but they but they made sure that it is not. They made sure to mention that it is not the Shield spinoff. This will be uh, a repackaging of a of a, a pre existing superhero character or property. Do they actually say superhero? Uh, existing Marvel superhero character or property. Yes. Or property. Well, if they're going for property, I mean, it could be the long rumored like damage control show, uh, like you know, you know, they've been throwing around for years. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I mean, it, it makes the most sense for ABC. It really does. Um, what, what if they could go with a hero who so far hasn't gotten a show, Aaron? I mean, we're we're starting to run out of fucking people at this point. Yeah. Uh, but who hasn't gotten any? Who hasn't gotten any taste of this this golden age of Marvel television and movies? Uh, that you think would be good? I think a good one they could do. Uh, they don't really have to get too dark with it. ABC still kind of fits the bill, especially what they're doing on Agents of Shield. Uh, I think Ghost Rider is a prime example of something they could do. Oh, do they? Does Marvel Studios have control of Ghost Rider again? I believe they got it back. Yeah, it's just one of those ones that's sitting on the shelf along with uh, Blade. Oh God, that could be. Yeah, they could make it like a modern day Renegade. Yeah, with, with, I, I, I think it's gonna. Be, I, I think it's gonna be fucking uh, Ghost Rider, man. Holy shit! I, you really could kind of maybe turn that into a TV show. I think. I don't, I don't know, Glenn. What, yeah, you could. What do you think? Would that be like a? Would that be a good thing to adapt for television? The Ghost Rider uh, property, or franchise, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel got it back uh, two years ago, so they're ready to roll whenever they want. Could they get Nick Cage to reprise the role for the television show? You know, he's not busy. Uh, as cagey as he was, and I really do love those two films. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance is another one. Uh, that is a crown jewel in my bad shelf. shelf. Uh, Yeah, you're goddamn right it is. It's so terrible. And Idris Elba, God bless him, he is the only one in that movie who is really seeming to try. Uh, It's so bad, but man, it's just one of those movies you just sit back and just giggle. Like, no matter how bad of a day you had, you just smile, because it's like, fuck, my name is nowhere on this movie. And you're so appreciative of that. (laughs) <laughs> uh glenn is there uh i mean would, do you want to see ghost Riders a tv show or is there somebody else that you're like you know what they're, they're, they're going young johnny blaze this one man look at a kid who's like you know 18 19 yeah someone who looks like uh what's his face the the zach kid with the uh the eyes and the abs uh well i mean i don't know what do you what do you think efron you think, thank you uh i'm being sure i guess I, I don't think any i mean just seeing what they're able to do with Dar- daredevil not on abc right um i i don't know why they couldn't move their property somewhere else and still have it part of the timeline well because Go- ghost so riders ghost rider is one of those ones they can do safe you can't do iron fist or luke cage or jessica jones or daredevil safe i mean that's some dark shit same with punisher so he's automatically off that list too ghost rider makes say, yeah, the most just, disney doesn't own anything that they that like network wise that isn't that could be able to support it. I don't. I don't know why they don't. I mean, 
if ESPN was doing original programming again, they, they could probably pawn something off on there. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, so nothing really sticks out. I mean, you're like Ghost Riders as good as anything, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know how deep they think their roster can go. So, uh, are you aware of how many characters there are in the Marvel Universe? <laughs> Probably as many you know as damage, DC. Do you know what the show Dam- like Damage Control, like what the comic book that's about? It's about a, a construction company that just goes and cleans up all the messes after superheroes have battles. Oh, now I would awesome. like it if that was a show, but I want the cleaning crew from John Wick. I want that show. <laughs> yes. That would be something I would support. Those guys that's are right. great. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, that totally fucking fits in. I like how put it on TNT. Um, I would I'd be all for it. I like how Glenn is just cutting to the quick. He's just like, uh, I'm not going to name a cast. We're just you know, uh, Ocean's Eleven in space. John Wick's cleanup crew. Uh, I think that would. Yeah, they could. I, don't, I mean, I don't know exactly how they'd be able to stretch that into a a long running series, right? Um, but you know, you know, like. Coming up, the exciting four-part uh, mini arc where they clean up after Age. I'm of telling Boston. you, they, they, they're going to get it. You know, a, a younger well, guy, you know, it, like to, to be able to compete with, like you know, Grant Gustin, kind of sort of. You know, he's old enough, but you know, he looks young. It's going to be Ghost Rider. It's got to be. Like it, the more I think about it, it makes the most. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not too. It's not out of the realm of CG capability nope. to handle it. Um, it could no, look, and you don't have to make it good either because it couldn't look any worse than the Adam suit on Arrow. So you know what I mean? <laughs> they they could. Uh, I'm I'm sure Marvel could could probably pull it off. Uh, I was hoping to start to stir Glenn into some sort of. Uh, what, what's wrong with the Adam suit on Arrow? Uh, Glenn hates. Uh, it. it looks very oh. cheap. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the Adam. I mean, I could go to Michael's Crafts and put something together. I believe I referred to it. Okay, uh, could we make this a segment where we pick one person from a movie or TV show and we try to to cosplay as them, but just from, like, Michael's or the dollar store? Yeah, I I think it's about, look, I I described it as, like, a Captain America suit with a motorcycle helmet on. Like, I think that's what the Adam suit is. So it's the Captain America suit? (laughs) I always say it's a paintball outfit that's just called. Oh, it's, it's like a paintball. Yes. Blue and red. Uh, all right. Uh, it looks like us, he's going to do the luge or the bobsled. Let us uh, let us talk about the uh, the box office results. I'm sure Aaron has been eagerly <laughs> awaiting this moment so he could find out how Paul, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop is doing. I am dying to know how that how that movie did. Uh, so here we go, number five. Oh, by the way, apologies, Glenn. Cinderella has finally fallen out of the top five. It is now at number ten. Oh man, they just didn't make enough money for it. I guess they're not going to make another live action it fairy fell, tale movie. It fell five spots. Yeah, actually, I think I heard they're making more. Aren't they doing a? They're doing a. Fuck, what are they doing? They're doing Beauty and the Beast, and Ian McCullen is going to be Cogsworth. Yeah. They're so doing, that's pretty they're, sweet. They're doing Mulan. Um, I think they're going to do a Winnie the Pooh live action. Uh, they're doing every fucking thing live. Like with a real bear, like the Paddington style. Uh, probably Andy Serkis could be Winnie the Pooh. Oh my God. Yes. You could just play all of them. Actually. I want to see Andy Serkis as Eeyore. Actually. I don't know. How about we get Andy Serkis? No, the rabbit could be Donnie Jones. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, so number five is the longest. You get Doug Jones as Tigger because he's agile enough. There you go. The longest ride is number five. Uh, 6.8 million it made. Uh, home. Is the rock in that one? Is that the longest ride was? No. No, that's with uh, Clean Eastwood's son. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Eastwood. Barf, his name? Barf, Barf Eastwood. Bartholomew. <laughs> Bartholomew. Uh, number four is Home, the 2015 animated picture. It made $10.3 million. 
Uh, debuting at number three was Unfriended, the oh. movie about dying if you Skype. hang up on Skype calls. Yes, uh, $16 million it made. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but judging on what the movie is based off of, I'm guessing the there's no production budget listed, but I'm going to guess $35 uh, based off uh, of... Three fifty. Three fifty. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 debuted at number Mother two. Motherfucker. And it made $24 million. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, and that is on a $30 million production budget. So Motherfuckers. Why? Do you, uh, why? Anyone who, who listens to this, to the, you know, whatever the fuck, we, you know, whatever it is we do week after week. Anyone who listens to this that has that actually enjoys Paul Blart, please explain to me why. Uh, it's fun. Like, to watch. I want an honest fucking discussion about this because I don't fun, get it. Family wholesome comedy. It's fun to watch a fat guy hit a wall and then roll over. Dude, just watch NASCAR. Fat Charles. guys hit walls and that shit all the time, man. <laughs> Actually, they lose about fifteen to twenty-five pounds a race. Yeah, well, Dude. I mean, they start at four hundred. Well, how are they still fat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one, here's the thing: you can't tell me fucking uh, the the dude who's killed a couple of guys. Uh, Jeff Stewart, whatever, Tony. Tony Stewart. Whatever the fuck. You can't tell me he's an athlete, dude. You know what I mean? He uh, looks like he should be fucking flipping burgers at Denny's, man. Here's the, he's here's a murderer. The, I know that. Here's the thing, Aaron. A Furious 7 is at number one, but here's oh. the thing that might make you more furious. Do you remember what I told you how much Paul Bart, uh, Paul Blart made? Yes. $24 million. Listen to how fucking close Paul Blart came from unseating Furious 7. Furious 7 only made $29 million this weekend. Oh, my God. Paul Blart was like $5 million bucks away. <sighs> and and Furious 7 has only made over a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's $1.1 billion it's made. It's almost like that. Furious 7 is this franchise's uh, Dark Knight. Like, they had someone die, so it's just blowing up. That's, right. That's exactly what happened. Yep, uh, he he drove off in, in his minivan to that. God, it only took seven of it for one of the cast to die, though. Damn. I mean, I'm just saying, like, these movies have span over 14 years. Like, that's impressive. Yeah, at least Jackass did it in three. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh, it was a thing. I'm sure we're going sure to get hate letters for that, even though it was fucking... A, an old joke from a long time ago, but that won't stop motherfuckers. Um, no, I, I like Ryan Dunn. Uh, Bam Margera, that was... That's the unfortunate one. I don't think it's unfortunate. I love I, it. I love seeing what's happening to him. <laughs> Highly ill-advised, Bad Marchera. Um, Can we uh, do that? What? Wait, we, wait, we wait, just wait, talk wait. about him for an hour. Wait, wait, wait. What? What happened to him? Uh, like, did things get worse from those days? Like, I have not kept up with him since he had that show. On no, it. I mean he's still super rich, but I mean, you know, <laughs> at, at least you know he's been to rehab a couple times, and you know he's fat. Gotcha. So. All right, let's uh, talk about the no, movies. I don't know. He just He's one of those guys that just when you hear him talk, he just you, you can feel him trying to stick his dick in your face. Like that's what he's doing every time he speaks to you. He's just he's just so creepy when the way he speaks. It just it makes you just want to hit him in the face like a lot. And you know it's sweaty too and it probably smells like moldy cheese and rotten eggs. Yeah, it's like old condoms and loose pennies. I mean, you know what I mean? He's like the worst kind of dude. Absolutely sure about it. Uh movies that are opening this weekend uh, we've got, uh, these are for April the 24th. Uh, for some reason, I can't imagine that this movie is opening wide, but, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it is opening wide. It's called Little Boy. 
And it's uh, starring a bunch of... Bam Margera. Um, well, no, I mean, there are people in it. Let's talk about uh, Emily Watson. Oh. Everybody likes her. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, the movie went down immediately, and quality is Kevin James is listed here. Oh. Uh, Tom Wilkinson is in this movie. How does he keep getting... Oh, man. Michael, uh, Michael Rapoport is in this. Oh, this is a drama about the little, like, as in, like, World War II little boy? Uh, I believe so. Set in the 1940s. And Kevin James is in this. Yeah. Huh. When I think period, I think Kevin James. Peace. Period peace. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, that's uh, no scores on the tomato meter yet. Uh, there have been three reviews. They are all negative. Oh, uh, yeah. Doi. Uh, yeah, the Hollywood Reporter is the only top critical review, and uh, they said it was well-meaning, uh, but they said it's too gooey. Whatever the shit that means. Kevin James plays a doctor in that movie. <laughs> well, that's where the gooey comes from. Wow, <laughs> dude, what? Uh, also, There's oh, some movie coming out. Is this as is, is is this as bad as when um. That one girl from Wild Things played a, a fucking scient- a rocket scientist in James Bond. Are you talking about uh... Denise Richards? Denise Richards, yeah. I don't know if that was necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> I did not buy her as a rocket scientist. Though. No, I didn't buy her as a rocket scientist. I don't think... Uh, I bought her as very beautiful. Uh, uh, Bond did not believe it either, which is why he didn't respect her. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't respect any of them. Uh, the Water Diviner is a movie that is opening... Oh, uh, that's opening wide with Russell Crowe and Jai Courtney. Everyone's fucking favorite Jai Courtney. Uh, and uh, it's an Australian man. So Russell Crowe is really fucking stretching. Jai Courtney, uh, too. He travels to Turkey after the battle of Gallipoli, Gallipoli, Gallipoli. Gallifrey. Is that what you're going to say? After the, battle, uh, after the battle of Gallifrey and uh, tries to locate his three missing sons. This is also being... Considered a wide release. Uh, 42 reviews, 74% on Rotten mm. Tomatoes. Uh, and I guess the biggest movie that is opening this weekend is uh, Ex Machina, which uh, has Oscar Isaac in it, Dom Hall Gleason. Um, who else the fuck is in this? Anybody else I know? Uh, no, uh, it is not. Uh, <laughs> but it's a. Uh, but Oscar, I, Oscar Isaac is in it, and I like him. Uh, it's a sci-fi mystery suspense type movie uh, written by the guy who wrote 28 Days Later and Sunshine. Uh, he's directing this movie. Oh, so it's uh, what, what, what's his name? Uh, uh, Alex Garland. No. Oh, OK. So it's not the director. No, he I wrote see. those movies and he's directing this movie. Oh, OK. So uh, What the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, let me see here. Ex Machina. Uh, Caleb Smith, a programmer at an internet search giant, wins a competition to spend a week at a private mountain estate of the company's brilliant and reclusive CEO, played by Oscar Isaac. Upon his arrival, Caleb learns that Nathan has chosen him to be a human component in a Turing test, charging him with evaluating his capabilities and yada, yada, yada. Basically, they create like a an AI woman robot. They, they make a real, like they basically make C, C3PO, but wrap her up in a, in a cute real doll. Yes. And uh, like, <laughs> like the way I understand it is like he has to, 
she has to do well, otherwise she gets erased, like her her personality be erased or some shit, and she has to be upgraded. So then he decides he really wants to bang this robot, so he's going to help her escape. Yes. There are sexual references and nudity. Uh, mm. and by the way, it says graphic nudity in the rating. Oh. Uh, uh, Ava is the AI whose emotional intelligence proves more sophisticated and more deceptive than the two men could have imagined. Yeah, women, am I right? 116 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, 89%. Do you think he talks to her like Tars and tells her to dial, dial down her emotions and shit, like at different points throughout the movie? It sounds like it's one of those smart sci-fi movies, Aaron. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people thought the movie with uh, ScarJo and uh, Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. like The Island, yeah, was a smart movie. It was not. That's a pop no. movie, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, I liked it for its dumbness. It was all right. I like Steve Buscemi up until, it, you know... <laughs> Took a header off of a building. Everyone likes Steve <laughs> Buscemi up until he takes a header off of a building. Uh, Ex Machina leans heavier on ideas than effects, but it's still a visually polished piece of work and an uncommonly engaging sci-fi feature Ooh. is the uh, consensus. So big words means it's a smart movie. Like Snowpiercer. Yes. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think Snowpiercer was that smart of a movie. but It was trying to be smart. It was trying to be smart. I don't think it succeeded, but it did succeed in being a pretty fun watch. For it was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, I think that might be a wrap. It's no, a- there's a movie coming out. Uh oh. Called Elvis and Nixon, and it's about a meeting that they had at the White House, and it has Kevin Spacey as Richard Nixon and Michael Shannon as Elvis Presley. Oh my goodness gracious! I'm, I'm for this. Two guys that know how to yell at people. Yeah, that's when uh, that's when Elvis <laughs> became a DEA agent. Yeah, I've seen the drunk history about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, like I didn't read learned, it. I'm glad fucking drunk history actually taught you something about history. <laughs> I like I like that I did not learn this in an American textbook about our history. Seriously? I learned this by watching a Comedy Central show where people get drunk and then talk about what they think happened. Half our then, listeners are in Manchester. We know this. They're all shaking their heads right now like, man, these are some dumb motherfuckers, man. Bloody they have cats. their own drunk history. That's right. So, <laughs> welcome. All right. So, um, Elvis and Nix. Is it, a, is it a drama? Is that what? No, it's a comedy. Oh, it's not like oh. Frost Nixon then. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not maybe Ron Howard. So. <laughs> um, Speaking of Ron Howard, I don't see how this thing can't just bust through this glass and eat his daughter in this poster. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Oh, I was gonna say, is, are you talking about why you're talking about Bryce Dallas Howard for some reason? Oh yeah, have you guys seen the the poster that Mosasaur get ready to eat that shark? Yeah, uh, uh, no. Yeah, it, it's it's fucking beautiful. But the, the problem is, is that Mosasaurs were you know probably about the same size uh, as like you know a fairly large uh, adult great white. So the one in the poster is exceedingly. Oh, that's exaggerated. not the Predator X. Well, that's how velociraptors are really tiny, so... Yeah, and everything's covered in feathers. Put feathers on it. Have you ever seen a picture of what they think these fuckers actually look like with feathers? They're terrifying, man. Yeah, they look more like birds. Well, that's because they used ultra-raptors. Didn't they say something in the books, though? I think they may have covered for it in the books or something at some point by saying, like, uh, they genetically are altering them to make them more marketable or something like that. Well, for the code... Nothing makes them more adorable than making them scaly. Yes. (laughs) Well, marketable. You got to think of like scary dinosaurs. So, oh, right. um, I just I, I'm really curious to see exactly how Chris Pratt tames a, a pack of raptors. It, yeah, fuck, I don't want man. to know the magic behind that. 
Oh, I, I do. Want them to Hitchcock this. You and... want it to be like the Force, where you just don't know, like pre Metachlorians Force, where you just don't know what it is. You just want to arrive, and Chris Pratt has trained Raptors, and that's the end of the story. All you need to know is that he trained them. You don't need to know how. You just need to know that he did. I bet yeah. I, what he did is much like a mother. He got his scent on them. So what he did is he just rubbed like his balls on the eggs, and then oh, when they hatch, that's all they're smelling. Oh, so Star Lord, and they're Ar- like, "Oh shit, that's that's someone we can trust because I Ar- smell like his nuts." Essence Aren't they rights endangered? Like why why are they using this as as a meal for this thing? Like they're a protected animal. I have no idea, sir. Um, I mean, I, they could use like a blue whale, a couple of humpbacks. Like, I want—I don't know—I want some variety in this thing. So, yeah, I want you know. them going after. I want them going after like a fucking blue whale. That's what I want. I want to see that fucking. Or a sperm whale, especially the white ones. No, you mean like fucking. Uh, like Moby Dick. That's exactly what it was. He's a white sperm whale. Well, I want the well. Actually, a blue whale would probably be bigger than this dinosaur. Um, I'm guessing so. It wouldn't go. It wouldn't We're go, like sixteen for. orcas because they're really smart. They're basically velociraptors. Yeah, they're the velociraptors of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Have uh, have the the asylum people like the sci-fi movie? Have they tackled this one yet? Mm, uh, I'm sure. Like, are, they're are there get trailers to for you know for you know a thoracic part? You know, mean something like just like some, the worst knockoff kind no, of shit. No, no, like there is dinosaur park. That one, that, there's that movie with uh, with Ray Weiss, and it's called Jurassic City. Oh, they yes. have those dinosaurs in the in the prison. Oh my god! And they get out, god. and they're in L.A. I was kind of just hoping for the cheap knockoff of Dinosaur Park. Oh, there's one coming. It's going to be yeah, Dino Park. Welcome to Dinosaur Park. Um, I mean, they, maybe they don't want to call it a park because it's too close, like Dinosaur Carnival, maybe. The traveling dinosaur circus. <laughs> Because we, because we can't use elephants. Oh Uncle man, there we go. Tagline: Raptor it's Ranch. It's dinosaurs with loud noises and blinking neon lights. What could go wrong? And you know what? They get Glenn Howerton to play the, the Raptor Wrangler since he was almost Star Lord. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're doing your job. I think we for got him over there, there. Sci Fi Channel. We're doing their jobs for him. We, we got him. We're and not even getting they. Uh, they have to cast the Franco brothers, but as themselves. And for the whole five minutes there in the movie, they're just really confused and giving each other that fucking shitty look they get. Well, it would be a good acting performance from them then. Cause and then what they get at. eaten by a dinosaur and they, they get shit out into a volcano. Like, I want them to be eaten and then oh, shit into a volcano. Yes, and then they can become thetans and then we can talk oh. Scientology. They have some really interesting poster choices for this movie. <laughs> for Dino Park, like the one we're spitting right now, or for the actual Jurassic Park? Oh, movie? both. I'm sure both oh. of these will be interesting. But yeah. Maybe we could do a crossover with Aquaman, and he could take control of one of those fucking dino sharks or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, we could swim that shit into the new Batman movie. That would get me I'd, excited. I'd like to see a T-Rex with Nicolas Cage's teeth, and you call it a Cagesaurus. <laughs> I think if we're gonna start mashing, oh, up and his mane, it has to have Nicholas Cage's mane. As All right, well. we yeah, got the Cageosaurus. We got to wrap this up. We've hit over an hour, so we're gonna get going. But uh, for everything we talked about this week, most of it, as per usual, uh, cinemageekly.com is where you can head to read or or watch. All of the things we talked about today, uh, the social medias, we are all over the place. Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Tumblr, Instagram, all at Cinema Geekly. Uh, don't forget cinemageekly.com slash premium. $12 for 365 days of bonus podcasts where we talk all sorts of other crazy stuff with 55% more dick jokes. Uh, and I think a we made a lot of cock jokes on there. Peter. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked a lot about the things thing today as well, but uh, it's it's worse over there. We've got a whole podcast devoted to the things cock. 
uh, I think, well, if we don't, we will have one soon. Uh, I think we should call it that the thing's cock. Like that's just how we call it. Like that's its name from now on. Is oh, that's what we should refer to fantastic four. Yes. <laughs> the thing's, the thing's cock. cock, the thing's yeah. cock cast. Um, okay. So, uh, if none of that's your deal, none of that's your jam, uh, T public head over there, pick up a cinema geekly retro logo t-shirt. Uh, At least we'll be able to find out way. if he's circumcised or not. We can finally solve that mystery. Uh, more <laughs> more shirts that people probably won't buy are on the way. Uh, more like a, a four mica skin. You know what I mean? You rock oh people God. out there giggling your asses off right now. You're welcome. <laughs> That's incredible, sir. I, I'm shocked that you pulled a geology joke out of all of that. I'm a pro, uh, man. Well played. Um, so more, more shirts are going to be on the way. Uh, of course, if none of that works for you, uh, how about using our Amazon button and shop through that link? Uh, that helps us out. Amazon gives us a, gives us a nice kickback. Um, I'm still waiting on that, uh, still waiting on that Christmas time kickback to come in. They have still not paid out for that month yet. Uh, but I have a feeling cause people bought some awesome stuff through the link during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And when that comes through, I have a feeling that's going to put us like right. It's going to push us really close to the verge of getting that server upgrade. I have a feeling it's like a big um, I, I I did not do the calculations to see how it's going to turn out, but people bought some expensive ass shit during Christmas time using that link, and uh, I think it will benefit us greatly. And I'm hoping that it's going to really push us towards that um, that spot because I am really tired of waiting for this goddamn site to let me log in sometimes to post news and information. And you have to alternate <laughs> who gets to log in. Yes, yeah. that's right. We're constantly to who can do this because uh, it can only be one person. No two people can log in at once. The Highlander of websites. That's right. There can be only one uh, login per user. I think you just uh, got, came up with a tag name for Cinema Geekly. I think so, too. Uh, we're the princes of the universe, that's for fucking sure. Um, the podcast, of course. You can stream it and download it right from the website. But if that is not your thing either, uh, fear not. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the TuneIn radio app, making us available on all Apple and Windows and Android devices all over the place. Not hard to find. Just search for Cinema Geekly, and there you have it. Uh, yeah, so that's the week. We're going to come back next week with what I'm promising is not going to be a nearly nearly as fun-filled a week as we're going to... It's the lull before the Avengers Age of Ultron oh. storm. Mm. Uh, and then all of us are probably going to see it, and there's going to be multiple reviews up on the website. Um, I'm reserving one of these review spots for me. I haven't written a review for you. I'm going to do my, like, we're, we're going to unleash the uh, my reviews as an interpretive dance based off uh, oh, of a very famous film dance or China twerking. Oh, incredible. The only way to really describe it is through dance, I think. Uh, I believe that's the fairest way. Uh, so if no news breaks, which I'm not expecting much to break next week, uh, but you never know, stuff might break. If nothing new breaks, uh, we'll dip into the mailbag for next week. I've got more than enough sitting. Yeah, you would say we're going to dip into the mailbag for like four months now. Yeah, and then stuff keeps <laughs> happening. Like I'm expecting a low, a down week, and then like the day before we record, like three huge trailers come out and a whole bunch of new news comes. Yeah, so hopefully next week will be a down. If next week is a down week, we'll dip into the mailbag. If you want to contribute, info at cinemageekly.com is where you can send uh, questions or comments, uh, and we will read. We will read or concerns. I mean, you know, let's be real about it. <laughs> yeah, if you are concerned, it's uh, and you'd be well within your rights to be as well. Uh, if you have any concerns, feel free to send them info at cinemageekly dot com. Okay, uh, so for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron De La Osa, I'm Anthony Lewis, and we'll be back next week on the Cinema Geekly podcast. 
For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment? <laughs>